I'm Amy Harry, and you're listening to Reverse of Unicorns, the hub for tech enthusiasts. We are a virtual accelerator that supports innovative ideas and startups in underserved communities, setting them on a path to exponential growth. We are supported by the Kaywood Brown Foundation and powered by NetUp. Please visit our website, www.reverseofunicorns.com, for more information and sign up for our program. Our discussion topic for today is COVID-19, Opportunities in the Chaos. Rethinking Logistics. Joining us in our discussion are two special guests, so be sure to stay tuned for that. But first off, let's go over our news highlights. In the international scene, Unagi, a small San Francisco business, is offering commuters a short-distance transportation alternative in the form of a $39 monthly scooter subscription. And as e-commerce accelerates, twin tech companies raised a record sum of $100 million in their second quarter. In our local news, Rivers of Unicorns inaugurated its first innovation hub, which is the New Haven Innovation Hub located at 4 Yenagua Close off Nimbe Street, Rumibikwe Housing Estate, Port Harcourt. The hub will serve as a listening space for our program every Friday. More information on this will be established in the coming weeks. That's up for our news updates. Up next is our discussion for today. So I hope you all out there are doing great. Our discussion topic today is COVID-19 opportunities in the chaos, rethinking logistics. To join the conversation, you can view our website, www.reversofunicorns.com and through our Facebook page, Rivers of Unicorns. During this segment, I'm being joined by Ponte Alufa, who is the founder of the Lovebox Company, a gift concierge service with experience and specialty in memorable gifting solutions in Texas, USA. We also have here Impi Chineke Adoye. Thank God I didn't murder that. <laughs> who is the founder of Buddha Logistics, Limited, based in Port Harcourt. He is an electrical engineer and a businessman. Welcome, people. So let's Thank you. Jump right Thank in. you, Amy. Awesome. Let's jump in. You guys, I'm sure, are doing great. Now, yes, we are. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Um, when we think about logistics, right, like what you guys know about the space, we can say, I think the best way to explain this is that like logistics has evolved over the last decades. I'm sure you agree with me, right? We've, we've seen... Most definitely. Yeah, we've seen growth. So now, based on that growth, when you think about where we are, where we used to be in the um, past decade and where we are right now, during the lockdown that has happened, like, what changes have you seen? Because the lockdown seems to have changed a lot of sectors. So what changes have you seen in the logistics space? This is Ante here. I will be looking at this from the angle of um, a customer because uh, I run, like you mentioned, thank you so much for the introduction. I, like you mentioned, I run a gift concierge um, company. However, we are working out of Nigeria. We, we're based in Lagos. Although I'm currently um, 
here in the U.S. But most of our businesses or all our operations are done out of Nigeria. So I've had, in terms of logistics, I should actually mention that it's clear to see how logistics, transportation, however you want to call it, it's a huge method. It's a huge way businesses, I know my own, I have to speak for myself, but usually retail businesses, it's a huge way we, um, we I mean, offer services to our clients. Before COVID, I mean, logistics was, was big. It was, it was an important or vital part of all operations because, I mean, even when they had the brick and mortars, people would come by, but we still have those people who would, well, for my business, I'm going to be talking um, primarily about my business. We had um, customers who would order and we would need, require, especially when you're sending things, not even just within your locality, or which is Lagos. We usually send things nationwide. We, we heavily depended on logistics. And I would say it's, um, I've had a, a lot of horror. I, I could go on and on about the horror stories that we've, um, I, uh, the business had gone through with various um, logistic firms. So what I would like to say is, in as much as logistics is a huge part of our business, I would say there should be, I want to say there should be a focus given to this space. Pre-COVID, post-COVID, there should be a lot of focus given to this space. And I would like to see a lot of innovation. I would like to see a lot of synergy, okay, between obviously the clients and the logistics firms. And I need to see that seamless way that will all work right from me, let's say, um, taking the gift from me, that seamlessness all through to I guess, the hands of the customers. So like I mentioned, there are so many horror stories that we've gone through in the past and we got to a point where we decided we we're gonna take on that responsibility ourselves to be able to get these things to our clients. But, you know, there's, um, there's a limit to which you can actually do that. I mean, you have, all, you have the responsibility of running your business, a different entity, and you want to introduce something else as huge as logistics. It's not something, it's not easy. So at the end of the day, we still need to rely on good partnerships with the logistics or the transportation um, services. So I'd like to see a lot of synergy. I'd like to see a lot of seamless um, like partnerships between customers and logistics firms. All right. Um, Sante, if I may jump in, a lot of, a lot of what you said I could relate to. I mean, um, innovation is very important. I don't know if I'm clear. Am I clear? Mm-hmm. All right. Innovation, I think, is uh, very important. Sorry, I haven't introduced myself. This is um, Adoni speaking now of Buddha Logistics and during and um, post the lockdowns in Port Harcourt, I um, came in contact with things that I had no experience before. And um, when that happens, you're forced to notice things and make innovations. So I think in a world post-COVID, um, we need to be ready to move on to more autonomous 
mechanisms. For example, um, a lot of top firms are looking at autonomous logistics, meaning um, like drones and self-driving trucks and things like that. I mean, that is way that is not what we're doing now, but for us, for example, we knew that we had to keep our inventories high because when the pandemic was up, uh, nobody wanted new orders. Everyone was scared about people and we only did things that we had booked for a long time. So it just made us to adjust, basically. And um, that's basically what we've been doing since then. You also spoke mm-hmm. about horror stories. They're incredible. They're incredible oh, horror stories. Oh, I, 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 it wouldn't be enough. We'll probably stay here the entire day. Yeah, really, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, that yeah, is, that so is the business. That is the it business, is, basically. You know, because you need yeah. a whole new session, like logistics, to actually manage this and manage the horror stories. I mean, and what you said about seamlessness between the customer, the uh, means of transportation, maybe be it a driver, a dispatch rider, whatever it is, and you, the person offering the service, it needs that seamlessness. It, 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 it's, it is desperate. It is a, there's a desperate need for it. So, yeah. For me, um, sorry, I, I just wanted to bring it in. For me, in my business, yeah. it's all about um, what I try to um, achieve as opposed yes. to what I always ensure or I try to make possible with my clients is the experience. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. a whole it's a whole range. I need there needs to be an experience for the for the recipient of my gifts. I so when I say experience, it's not just the gift itself. It's the yeah. entire process. So the process from when you, you get in touch with us, the communications, yeah. we give you the customer service up until when the gift arrives. Now, what's frustrating for me as a business owner is I try to make sure that at every point in time, what I have control over, those boxes are checked. Now, that's usually, we get to a point where I have no control. That's where you you bring in the logistics company. I have no control, at least to some extent, right? So I find that that experience I try to offer gets cut short or it falls through some way. And so it's something that it's it's really, it really icks me. I, I feel like, how can I do that? That's why I mentioned earlier, I thought, okay, to take that responsibility on myself to do that. But, I mean, if you sit down, I mean, yeah. you, you, could, you could educate me more, educate us more. It's not as easy as just getting a bike on the road or getting a car on the road and say you want to start a logistics company. It's a whole lot. No. The process no, it's not. It's really, it's yeah. Not so, especially especially so, operated in Nigeria. It's exactly. Incredible. So, I don't know what it is. So, we, we are now conditioned as business, as entrepreneurs, we're conditioned yeah. to... That's what I'm trying to change. When I say change in terms of changing the narrative, changing it, being innovative, we've been yeah. conditioned to just realize, oh, that's just how it is. So we need to go with it. Oh, if it's for yeah. logistics, if it's for, oh, that's how they are. And I have yes. a whole lot of, I've, I've shopped, I've had to go to colleagues, I've had to go to yes. even clients to look for someone who I could trust, who I could work with. And it's the same thing you keep hearing, oh, so, so what kind of what kind of is. what kind of logistics do you need to deliver your gifts? What do you use? So it could be anything. It could be from. It doesn't even have to be delivering. I mean, I also need logistics to 
to get products, to, to get like raw materials, to get different yes, things. Yes, yes, They won't sell the point of delivery. So we have delivery within, say, like I said, Lagos State. We have deliveries yeah. outside of Lagos State. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. We will have deliveries international. But right now we're focusing on Nigeria, obviously. But what okay. I'm saying is there's, there's a real, so you see how in business, you always, uh, entrepreneurs are usually, we, we wake up, we, we're born, businesses are born when you, you see a need and you try to fill that need. So yeah. you keep saying, why is this the same process or why is it the same um, results we get from one logistics company to the rest, to the next? So is it just, everybody's just complacent and said, oh, I mean, that's how it is. So we have to live with it. But I'm thinking, why should we? Why is someone not changing that whole narrative why is someone not coming up to say you know what i know that these are the shortfalls i'm here to bridge those shortfalls that's that's why i, I that's what i don't understand i haven't found the people yet so we're just okay so i'll just i'll just um, sorry i'll just okay I'm, yeah i'm, Amy, I'm Amy, going go to ahead. cut right in right okay All right. so um you've you've emphasized the problems, some problems that we have. And um, Adonia, you also talked about the autonomous solutions that are coming up. So now let's yeah. think about the night, like looking at the problems you've mentioned and the Nigerian space. What are the sort of things, the technological innovations, such as self-driving cars? Well, maybe we are a bit like we, we might not we're too far away from that, yes, to be honest. Yes, in Nigeria, given and drones and drones, exactly. we are far away from that too. But what can, what do you think can be done in the immediate? What are the kinds of um, technological solutions that can be put in? Is does it have to do with GPS trackers in the vehicles for you to know exactly what is going on with the? bike man or the like what exactly okay let me answer that them? let me answer that yeah. because it was the complaint she had and i just wanted to break down two different segments that we have or three so now right now we just we only we do a few things okay but more mainly dispatch bikes and they do food deliveries a lot and parcel deliveries as well so majority of them do food deliveries and um, the ones that are on food deliveries they're on an app if every logistics company had an app, um, it, would be, it would be easier. It would be much easier because you'd have three interfaces, the user interface, the rider interface, and then the back end, of course. So for food deliveries for us, it's, we have an app. You get the customer makes an order and um, the restaurant is notified, the rider is notified, and then the clockwork starts, you know? And our main priority is delivery time. We aim for 40 and if we get an hour, then 50 minutes, that's, that, that's acceptable. But when it starts getting above 60 hours, above 60 minutes, then it's a problem. So um, you find that there's so many, there's so many problems. I mean, I mean, the app helps us to solve. We can track when the rider is at the restaurant, when the rider is at the customer when and, and just different points not physically like gps as you mentioned amy not the gps tracker mm -hmm. on them that would be an additional way to track them but okay. um they have they face so many things on the road i mean for example they get stopped at different times by different people the police task task force all sorts of people 
stop them. And um, even if they have the complete papers, because we know we know these guys are on the road to stop people and get money from them. So we get the papers and almost a new every new month there's a new sticker. There's something new that you have to get. So that is that is on its side. That takes time. But frankly, since the dispatch guys are mainly um, it's unskilled labor, you know, and they don't really have accountability. They try to be smart and do things. And that's where you see um, Tante was saying that um, she controls everything until the points where she cannot control anymore. And then once it is in the hand of the logistics company, it's basically in the hand of the training you have given the person who is carrying out that, that order. So if... If the person is properly trained, then it gets down to the character and then the willingness of the person to do the job. So it's really, really complicated. So in as much as the, I mean, as a logistics company serving the business, what I want to do for the business, as you said, is is for the business to have a great experience with us. You know, I call these people, they're here, they picked it up, the parcels delivered, wow, they'll always call me, you know? And apart from, the force and the individuals, then the machines can also break down, you know, the car, be the car, be it a bike more often, it takes, it eats away into the delivery time and things like that. But frankly, I think a, a, a proper, proper working applications and trackers that will serve the customer and the logistics company itself simultaneously will be a huge, a huge step forward. But um, very few logistics companies provide that at the moment. And even if they had that, I don't think they would share it exactly with the customer because of how unreliable the people who are carrying out the jobs are. So yeah, that's, that's where we're at in Nigeria, honestly. We, you were speaking about the autonomous thing, but those, those are not, that's not even possible. Or I, I imagined flying a drone to deliver a parcel but that drone will not come back. <laughs> like if you're being if you're being if you're being realistic, that drone will never come back. You just fly, fly it past one more line to know what. Okay, so, so, so yeah. let's think of that drone not coming back, right? What yeah. do you think we need to have in place in order for such solutions to come into being and for the drone to return back to the company? My God. <laughs> We need, <laughs> we need a lot of interventions. I mean, like, just, I, I don't know, some, I, I, honestly, I cannot answer that question. Security measures? Do you think? Security, do, security measures. I think, do you, do, do you think that, drone suffers, that drone suffers a lot of things on the road? Let's say, let's say, if I'm flying, it's just, let's say, uh, 15 kilometer mm-hmm. fly, flight, yeah? And something very simple, like let's say documents, a, a lot of banks like to love quick, quick deliveries for the documents. Just fly it, drop it there. Mm-hmm. I think on the way that drone suffers a lot, a lot of risks already because um, people who are just inquisitive, just the inquisitive ones, they'll, they'll shoot down your drone, like they'll stone down your drone, only those ones. So it has to be a norm. So there has to be an awareness that, oh, this thing is delivering a pass. But also, yeah. first, we need to be aware that this kind of thing is possible so that people who are curious will not kill the cats, just, just first. And then mm-hmm. secondly, I think um, you need 
a license. There's definitely a license because it's airspace. Mm-hmm. Whichever way you look at it, whatever height it is, it's airspace. So yeah. the license needs, and then you need um, something to really, like, you need to control it. You need to control the drones. I've seen some that are adjust GPS program and then drone flies itself. I think here, if you're starting, you have to be able to control the drone. So the drone, so that the drone can come back. So yeah, those are the things that can work. Okay. Okay. So let's yeah. step out of the drone phase, right? What All other right. things do we need? So like for our land logistics, what other things do we need to have in place? Because we also have to think past COVID. This yeah. COVID is definitely not going to last. Everything that has a beginning must have an end. So this is going to end. When it ends, how do you see us progressing past this in the industry? Again, in Nigeria, I don't see a lot changing drastically. The um, operations we had before are the same operations we have now, just with some safety precautions. And then, as you said, when there's no COVID, mm-hmm. it's... Um, basically going to carry on the same. We, we were talking about land logistics. The first thing we need in Nigeria for land logistics is good roads. I, I can't even lie because the wear and tear on the vehicles and the things on the road, the, the cars, whatever it's on the road, it's, it's incredible, especially when it rains in Port Harcourt. Like, you have to you have to service all the vehicles like regularly. If, even if it's water is taking water out from flooded areas, because people know they, they're living in um, swamped regions, but they expect you to deliver because you're running logistics in Port Harcourt. So you have to do that. And um, the roads are just not favorable. So that would go a long way. That would go a long way. And then proper, proper um, governance. I mean, when I say governance, the right people, the right people checking the bike guys. If it's road safety, let it be road safety. If it's police, let it be police. But when they have road safety, police, task force, FIRS, even on the road, and uh, RISA, all sorts of people just trying to exploit the guys, it's really, um, it's not conducive. It's not conducive at all. These are the things that eat away at what we, what we, what we cherish the most, the most, which is delivery time and um, just being frontal in general. So yeah, can I can I add to that? Um, yes. Just from obviously, I'm always coming from the angle of the customer. I'm your customer, yes. right? Yes, I know. So, That's why I'm, I'm intrigued so, uh, to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So for me, I mean, where I live my life, even with my business, is this. I have this thing is about not focus on focusing on things that I don't have control over. I mean, yeah. you've mentioned all these things, and honestly, I know unskilled labor, they don't really care. They don't know what you put into this business to even to get to where you are. They just they just want to come and at the end of the day get the paycheck and go. They're not thinking about even if you have trainings on customer service, most times I get it, you know, I get it. So for me, there are a lot of things as a logistics person that you don't have control over. You mentioned the drone, you mentioned government, um, you have policies that wake up one day. There's so much you don't have control over. I always try to focus on those things that I absolutely have control over. That's what I do. I hammer on the things I have control over so that those things I don't have control over, they would look, it would, I would still pass. Do you get what I mean? Yes. So yes, I, 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 learned to, I learned to create like business models, especially 
post-COVID, right? I've learned mm-hmm. to be create or to create business models that would serve different clients. I'm learning okay. how to think outside the box. I'm learning how to start looking for the people I wasn't looking for, I wasn't bothered about before, because obviously the, the COVID-19 has come with far-reaching devastation, you know, on yeah. businesses, on individuals and all of that. So what do I do to, I mean, bridge the gap? So looking at it from the aspect of, okay, the um, logistics person, right? Yes. What, can you, what can you do with what you have control over? What kind of business models are you going to do or are you going to implement or, or add or change to serve the customer? Mm. We know that there are things you can't do. So are you going to do, are you going to train? Are you going to do certain kinds of training? Are you going to send, are you going to segment your market and say, okay, you're going to look at the kinds of clients I have. I'll give you, I'll give you um, what I'm mm. doing in my business. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. I'm taking sorry. Time. Yes. Sorry. Tonte. Oh, okay. I have to cut in. <laughs> okay. I guess okay. you, I get you've it. given, you've given him a good question to think about, to ponder on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you think about that and figure out what you can do to help the Nigerian space where logistics is concerned. Maybe one day we'll come back to this topic. So quickly, I have a quick question for both of you. Quick answers. If you could be a unicorn, any unicorn, which unicorn would you be? (laughs) Who's going to go first? Uh, I think you should go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it'll be amazing to be a unicorn. I mean, for you to be, to get to the the club, You, yeah. you, you obviously know how much you, your uh, business would um, earn. So, I mean, while I would say it would be great for Lovebox to be amongst um, the unicorn or even move to a Decacorn, I'm just, for me, my answer is probably not going to be straightforward. I'm sure you realize I always go on and on. I would love to be <laughs> amongst those unicorns, the female-owned unicorn corporations, that would be for me just to be amongst, I know there are a few of them um, in the beauty space and in the fashion space, there are a few of them. So it would be nice to have a company, obviously from my own sector. I don't, I don't know of anyone in there. And then what would be the cherry on the cake would be someone in my a female-led Nigerian business on that list. So that's, that's what I would like to be if I have to be a unicorn. Awesome, thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Um, as she already pointed out, to be in the club, I mean, to even mm-hmm. be mentioned in that club is um, not just prestigious, but um, it's fulfilling. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if I was going to be one, it would definitely be, um, I mean, it's already multi-billion. It's, a, it's already a multi-billion industry. So I'd be looking at something around, along the lines of uh, Airbnb. You know, like how their business took off and um, just basically started by friends, fans across numerous countries, you know, known everywhere, everyone knows Airbnb and um, work my way up to being a unicorn and having variety. I mean, like branching, not just in logistics, but since I've been in logistics, also I wanted to 
go into other businesses as well. So just it's a it's a it's a, I want to be a unicorn so that is in everywhere. Yeah, that's like everywhere, like Airbnb, okay. everywhere and everything. So yeah, that's that's okay. what I'll be like. Awesome! Thank you guys. It was All lovely right. having both of you, Tante and Adoyin. Thank you for joining you so us much. today. Thank you for having us. We appreciate. And I hope hope you enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.